Welcome to Womb Space. I'm your host, Lindsay Sarah. I'm a womb healing guide and a fertility awareness method educator. I guide wild souls like you to connect to your womb, feel free in your body, and develop unshakable trust in your intuition. Here we explore what's held in your womb space. The magic of the menstrual cycle, avoiding pregnancy naturally, conscious conception, and your innate connection to the moon, the earth, and to your ancestors. Womb space weaves science and spirituality so that you feel clear and confident caring for your womb. So let's dive in. I'm so excited about this episode because the next round of Rewilding Your Womb is starting on February 28th and Rewilding is the four-month group journey to reclaim your trust in your womb through taking back your reproductive freedom and transforming each phase of your menstrual cycle into a magical self-healing ritual. So on this episode, I have Rachel here who was a past Rewilding client and she's going to share what it was like to be in the program and then actually implement fertility awareness and cyclical living in her own work, her movement practice, and her sex life. So essentially you can get an idea of what it's like to work with me and what it's like to be in rewilding from the perspective of someone who has been through the program. Even if you're not sure if you want to join Rewilding or not, I still encourage you to listen to this episode because it's full of gold. Like Rachel is so full of tips and now after embodying what she's learned in Rewilding for the past year, she's going to share them all with you. So let's dive in. Welcome to the podcast, Rachel. I'm so excited to have you here. And since we're going to be talking about cyclical living, I just want to start with a cycle check-in and see like where you're at in your cycle, what cycle day, cycle phase, how are you feeling? I'll also share a bit about where I'm at and we can go from there. Oh my gosh. Well, first things first, I'm so happy to be here. I love everything that I know we're about to talk about. And in terms of where I'm at in my cycle, I just ovulated, which was really fun because I went to a wedding and I was so just like, I want to talk to everyone and see everyone. Yes. Um, and so that was a fun way to be. And um, now, you know, I'm almost like preparing. I'm on cycle day, I want to say 16, um, mm. preparing for um, the next two weeks of my life. And kind of by the end of this upcoming week, I'm going to be going on a family vacation, which is going to not usually be my preference for right when I'm in my um, luteal phase, right before yeah. my bleed. And um I'm preparing for that and I have tools for that. And from knowing what kind of activities I want to do on the trip to being really gentle with myself and having my own room and knowing I want to get a lot of sleep and I'm kind of using the next four or five days, using some of my creativity from my ovulation to mm. get some cool work done and yeah. be really gentle with myself as I do it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, it can be rough to like be on vacation with (laughs) other people. If it's a solo vacation and I'm in my luteal phase, I'm like, oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. When you're with other people, it can definitely be tougher, but you know, like you said, you're planning ahead for like, okay, how are you going to take care of yourself during that time? Because you know, that is coming right and oh my gosh ovulatory energy is perfect for weddings I mm-hmm. wish that like all weddings fell on ovulation for me <laughs> me too 
Me too. So yeah, and thanks for sharing like where you're at and how you're feeling. And for me, I'm actually on cycle day five. So I am just like easing out of bleeding and I normally wouldn't go back into work as hard as I am right now, but, uh, because I'm actually going to Europe next week, I'm like, I have two weeks to not work. So I am gonna like get back into it a little faster than usual. Um, but I usually on day five, you know, I feel the energy rising, but it is like usually a shakier time for me. Um, like even right before we jumped on this call, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm feeling hungry. I'm feeling a headache starting to come. Like that's usually what happens after I bleed is like, I have to really keep up with my, my blood sugar and like my appetite. And I was like, all right, what am I going to like quickly eat? So I made, I had like coconut yogurt and I quickly made like chicken sausages. And I just like ate that before jumping on and it feels, I feel so much better now. So yeah, day five for me, it can be like shaky. And it's very much about like tuning in and being like, how am I doing now? Okay, what do I need now? Right? Like constantly checking in with myself. So as we dive in, can you tell us a bit about who you are and the magic that you offer to the world? Wow. Well, I feel like the first thing I need to always say is I'm just multi-passionate and I get to, I'm lucky and I've worked hard to get to a place where I just pursue the things that light my soul on fire and the things that I really needed, you know, maybe a year ago or six months ago or five years ago, that has been kind of the career path I've been on is creating the tools and support that I didn't have when I was going through XYZ, which I feel like is something you and I really relate on with your entrepreneurship journey and creating, rewilding and uh, flow with your flow. Um, And so I love connecting with other passionate people doing things in this world that we really needed at different times. So all that being said, I am everything from a pet loss doula supporting people in end of life care for their animals. I teach movement, I teach meditation, and I'm a business and microdosing coach and mentor for people of in health and wellness and in fitness, really just, you know, like you and I also wanting to show up to the world and support people in new and fun and creative ways. So amazing. I love all the work that you put out into the world. Like it's just so unique and it's such an amazing combo of things Mm -hmm. too. And I feel like you're talking about topics that aren't really talked about that often, which is, it's just so needed. Like we need more people talking about pet loss that so many people experience. We need more people talking about microdosing and movement and business and all of these things that you are touching upon in your work. And, you know, Rachel is a, um, I, I feel like when I'm talking to you, I'm like, I don't know if I should say Rachel or like, you know, you, right. <laughs> but anyways, Rachel is, um, an entrepreneur and not everyone who joins rewilding is an entrepreneur, but it definitely like it serves, both. it serves everyone, right? If you're an entrepreneur, it can help with, with, you know, syncing your cycle with your business. If you're not an entrepreneur, there's so many other aspects of your life that you can sync with your cycle as well. Um, but I'm curious for you, Rachel, 
what called you to learn more about cyclical living and to join rewilding? Like what made you be like, okay, this is the program for me. Like this is the next step I need to take. I love that you touched on not everyone in our group being a business coach or being Mm -hmm. an entrepreneur, because I think I'd gotten caught up in just signing up for the next business coaching program. When rewilding showed up to me, it was an immediate yes of like, this is what I need. And I think in the back of my head, I was like, this is also what my business needs and my body needs and my mind needs. Um, and sorry, remind me your question again. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So what called you to learn more about called cyclical me. living and like what called you to join rewilding? Yeah, um, honestly, my body, maybe three months before rewilding showed up in my field of awareness, my body was like, I am done. I am done being on this IUD. I had a marina IUD put in when mm-hmm. I was 16 years old because I was on track to be a professional ballerina and I had a ballet teacher like touch my belly and be like suck in and I was like about to get my period and so it was my uterus and in that moment you know as a young young woman I was like okay like I need to not bleed like that was my first thought and here I was at 29 years old feeling this like really intense. It was like my womb was literally calling to me to be like, hello, like pay attention to me. And it was just one little intuitive thought saying, uh, let's get this IUD out of you. And I was like, cool. And what am I supposed to do about wanting to have sex? What am I, what, like (laughs) a period really terrified me for my body and the industries I was in. And um, so I had about three months from when that first hit to, I actually was asking some other people in my field, um, you know, who they recommend, where can I learn some things in fitness instructors that I knew and loved that were kind of the first people on uh, in our fitness um, field talking about, you know, cyclical movement. I was like, what the, what the heck is that? Like, yeah. can you direct me somewhere? Yeah. And I was th- then directed to your profile. And Oh my gosh. Um, I didn't even know that's how you found me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then of course, you know, you were, I believe launching rewilding at the time. And I think I was an immediate. Yes. I, I, I mean, yeah. I'm that kind of person though, where like, I don't read sales pages. I don't read. I'm just like, <laughs> yes. Which I know not everyone is. And yeah, I know that as people that launch programs to people, um, we, you know, we have sales pages, we we share many things to support, empower people to make their choice. And I was just the kind of person I was like, yes, I'm in, this is exactly what I need. Give me that payment plan. Let's sign me up. Here's my availability for these calls. I want to do it. Yeah. and, you know, we spoke a little bit, I want to say, gosh, it was the first call, first rewilding call that I joined and the group was so magical. I love, I love group programs. I love one-on-one and, um, you know, you're so, so supportive off of the calls on things like Voxer and asking you questions and you create a lot of space on group calls to have individual support. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, you do yeah. such a good job. I, I think I actually, before I get too um, tangential, um, I didn't really understand what being trauma-informed as a group coach was when I joined your program and you're trauma-informed and oh. through your training and the way that space was held was really quite awesome, especially for such a vulnerable topic and oh, um, everything. I just felt so good every time I showed up to those calls. Um, all that being said, call one, I booked my IUD removal appointment like in the middle of that call I remember 
yeah. yeah. Like I joined the program being like, I just want to learn more. Like teach me about my body. Like, I don't, I don't know if I trust this whole, like not being on hormonal birth control thing. Yeah. Like, mm, I'm just gonna and call one. I right away was just like my body and my soul were just like, it's time. Like you're, I yeah. felt this voice of like, you're going to be so deeply supported in the next 12 weeks. Let's mm-hmm. do it. And it was so cool. I think maybe less than a week later, I had my IUD removed and 28 days later, I had like, I was so lucky I had my first bleed and uh, I want to say I've had now nine since and it's just ah. been such a treat to track and with your support too of like, you know, my cycle syncing and fertility awareness charting was going to look different than someone who had been bleeding naturally right. for years. Um, I didn't have that, right? It had been, I was 20, I was 30 at that point. And I'd been on that IUD since I was 16. And so totally. it was such a treat for me to have that support, have the group, be learning tools. And I'm like, okay, maybe like four months from now, you know, as like my um, cycle gets a little more reg- regular, which it was pretty quickly, um, knowing my body, trusting my body. And um, I will say the last thing I want to say on yeah. this is, yeah. I was, I was tired too. I remember being super tired um, before I even found rewilding. I was tired of being in that more masculine, like on fire energy, which is amazing energy, right? Like yeah. we love it and we need it. And I, I wasn't in touch with my more feminine inside. I wasn't in touch with slowing down. Slowing down was really unsafe. Letting my body soften yeah. was really unsafe for me. And I was like, but I wanted it. I wanted to have a connection with my body um, that was positive and, you know, a connection with my womb that just existed. I don't think I had any connection with my womb. Right. I know. Um, I know. (laughs) Same with me when I first dove into this work too. I was like, wait, I can connect. Like I can do that. (laughs) Yeah. I want to say you had a, like, there was a meditation very early on in rewilding. And I was like, oh, I maybe first call. And I was I think like, it was, yeah. is that what she has to say? Oh. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, there was something about the being tired because I had so much energy. Yeah. I didn't have, you know, these natural hormones running through me. I didn't have this awareness of where in my cycle and in my season, like per, even if mm. I really believe, even if you're on a form of hormonal birth control, like you still go through seasons. You're still a cyclical human being. Oh, yes. And I was just not honoring that at all for 14 years. What's not 14 years? Like, that's crazy. And I just was feeling, I was like, something, something has to change. Yeah. Everything changed. Everything changed. (laughs) I mean, yeah, with society, it's like, you have to go, go, go at your 100% capacity. I mean, especially at the industries that you were in, like dancing and fitness, you don't, you don't get to chill for a day. If you're like bleeding, it's like, no, you get up and you're going to be like teaching your spin class. Right. I can't even imagine. And it's like, what is the, like, how do we do that as humans with a womb? We, we disconnect, we have to disconnect in order to, it's like a, um, a coping strategy, like a survival strategy of like, well, if I can't actually honor this part of my body, then I'm just going to disconnect from it instead so that I can just continue to move through life at my 100% capacity. Yeah. And it's hard. So I can hear you about that exhaustion. 
Yeah, I feel so, I feel, you know, privileged in the sense that I'm my own boss now. Like my day-to-day mm-hmm. life is actually structured around my period and around my bleed. I like that is such a gift that you know. Know, two years ago when I was full-time at Soul Cycle, oh. <laughs> six, day, six days a week, three cardio classes a day, oh I'm teaching. Like there's, there's just no way. And you're right. I had to survive. I had it like, that was just the world I felt really stuck in. I do believe like I could potentially go back to a company like teaching spin six days a week. There's no way I would want to knowing what I know yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, and I really believe cycle syncing to be, um, it's like this, it's almost like, mm, like hijacking the magic in your body and knowing where it's going to be activated. So you can be like, boom, like I will, I can go all in those two weeks and yeah. you know what, I'm going to pull back and I'm going to not push as hard. And, you know, maybe right. on the surface, I can like smile and show up for XYZ. <laughs> yeah. But then internally, I'm like, I also know, like, I'm not going to socialize tonight. I also know I'm going to get right. nine hours of sleep. I know that I'm not going to do a you know, second thing outside of just showing up for my job. So I do believe like you can still work in companies and for others uh, and kind of like play that game that they want to, uh, want you to. And like, I mean, my dream would be like companies have open and honest conversations about people's cycles and you're just like, hey, I'm in my luteal phase. Like you're not going to get an email from (laughs) you this week. and Like that'd be so sick. And I do believe like you and I are here to like normalize things like this. And I talk about it with all my clients. I love working on with people and like launch strategies or just whatever's happening in their life. And, you know, checking in if if we build that rapport and that's where they're at in our coaching of like, let's also talk about where you're at in your cycle. Like I work with fit pros that try to like record fitness content four weeks out of the month um, and sent like, that's how they come to me. And then by the time, you know, a couple weeks in for all of them, it's like, you know, they're only recording fitness content one week a month. And Mm -hmm. it's in that week that they're just like, I have this energy. I feel great. I'm going to do the photo shoot. I'm going to do all that. And then, you know, they spend another week that month uploading the content from their couch. Like there's other ways you can run your businesses and your life that are, in sync with your cycle that still you know support your needs and support your dreams totally yeah yeah like I love how you brought up like whether you are working for yourself you know like we are and like you said it's such a gift I mean that's one of the biggest reasons I started my business was because I was like I, my, I mean, I have endometriosis. So my period pain was so intense. I was like, how am I actually going to be able to work on someone else's schedule and keep my job? Like, I don't really know that that could actually happen, but so, okay. got a little like off path there, but that's why I started my business mainly. Um, plus I just wanted to share this magic with the world, but you don't have to like, have your own business to actually tune into your body and connect to your body. Like, like you said, you know, you can go to work and not, not pour your all into it that day, because there's other times when you can, Mm -hmm. you know, and then at that time, you'll be able to pour even more of yourself into it. If you actually like take a little step back, you know, at times when you actually, when your body is calling you to rest. And so, what was your relationship like with your womb and body before joining rewilding? And what is it like now? 
Mm, well, I actually have a relationship with my womb now, which is so <laughs> such a yeah. treat. It just, I, I, you know, I had to survive in a professional ballet setting and a fitness setting where, you know, yeah, rest was, you could not rest and where, you know, your body, you know, maybe for lack of a better term, softening at certain times of the month was like not supported by my industries. And, um, a lot of almost like bullying my womb. If I was going to think about my womb, it, w- it was like coming from a like, yo, like don't get pregnant when I have sex. Oh. Like don't, cause I had such like lack of awareness, right? Yeah. Like of understanding yeah. like you could get pregnant at any time or like being on an eye. I was using my IUD to be like my full birth control and right. um, being not like in gratitude for it and um, all that. So yeah, my relationship with my womb, if it was existing, it was me being like, yeah, don't exist. Don't, don't do your thing. Don't, I don't need you. I don't want you. Um, and now just like, I mean, I talk to her, I have so much gratitude for her. anything from like, you know, thinking or having a active sex life and having that be a part of the active sex life and it being a conversation mm-hmm. with a partner or with, um, you know, me planning, like, when do I want to be like dating people? And when do I want to be like, you know, taking care of myself and just like be intimate with myself and my womb and my needs um, right. has been super cool. And my relationship with my body was also like, I beat myself up. Mm-hmm. I, you'd have those, you know, in whatever type of cycle or seasons that exist, no matter what birth control you're on, or no matter what your day to day life is like, uh, if I needed to rest, if my body felt called to like soften and expand and release and relax, I was like, no, uh, uh-uh, you're not doing that. You don't get to do that. Oh, um, yeah. You know, toxic narratives of uh, a lot of body dysmorphia and a lot of like, I kid you not, Lindsay, I would like, you know, be in what I now look back on, like, okay, something similar to my luteal phase, um, where, you know, energy was lower and maybe like, or like my boobs would get bigger, things like that. And I would be like, oh my God, like, no, my body's changing. I must go like do three workouts right now. Like it was so harsh and now it's like, I'm like, first of all, cool. My boobs are getting bigger. Okay, great. Guess what? Like, I don't even work out those weeks and I feel a thousand times better. And, you know, I I understand that, okay, in eight days, things are going to look different and feel different Mm -hmm. and be different. And that to me is just such a huge part of cyclical living of everything is so temporary and there's things to be grateful for in moments and things to have compassion for in other moments for my body, for my womb yeah, there are days where also like my womb is acting up and I'm like, nah, like you, what this, like, I don't know. Sometimes when I ovulate, like I'll have a little bit of discomfort. Yeah. Um, and like the day before I bleed, I'm always like, what is happening? <laughs> the world is ending. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I just, I know it's happening. Like yeah. with tracking my cycle, like, I can look at the, like, like the amount, like I'll look at past cycles. I'll look at this. And even if like, at this point, I can estimate my bleed and my ovulation within like a day, unless like I'm traveling or sick or things like that. Um, and so I'm able to look at it and be like, okay, cool, Rachel. Like that is why, you know, some of these symptoms might be showing up. But also I've also had like very symptom-free bleeds the last few months oh. because of being really um, in tune with what I need to be eating and how I need to be resting and doing things. Um 
So all that to say, yeah, just so much more compassion, you know, especially in those moments of discomfort, um, be it like true discomfort, like, okay, like my body just doesn't feel great right now, or discomfort based on societal norms, true compassion, talking about it. I think all my friends, like the the amount of things, like you said, like we talk about that, like are just not normalized in our society. (laughs) Like I love it. I'm such a Scorpio. I'm like, let's talk about it. Um, and so adding this to my repertoire, of like, yeah. I was at a bachelorette party and, uh, <laughs> you know, these are all women who, um, God, I was like one of two single people and, um, you know, everyone's like, oh my God, like soul cycle. Oh my God. Like I go to Barry's boot camp, and I'm like, yeah, did you know you should only do those things like two weeks out of the month? And like, what? <laughs> like yeah. and I just sit there and I'm then like, I'm like, and like, you can only get pregnant like X amount of days a month. Like so just amazing. talking about that and. Um, it's been so, so fun to just have that in my repertoire of conversations and yeah. like, uh, curiosity. Like, I just want to learn it about others and learn it about myself and share it. Isn't that so cool to be like the friend who talks about periods and cycles? I love it. <laughs> and the, the sex partner that talks about it. Like, yeah. that's maybe one of my favorite oh, yeah. things is like, getting intimate with people in the last since whatever month around nine months now since having my IUD removed and having it like I didn't have like such thoughtful conversations with partners before having sex with them like I like to think I did but like it'd be like yeah I'm on an IUD we're good and like just right okay um and you know this now when I date I'm able to be like okay I'm like I'm, I, I don't really want to see you for six days like I'm like <laughs> about to bleed like I'll be yeah. honest about it and yeah. um okay like let, let's do these fun things now like post bleed or oh yeah um, like follicular phase oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even like when I was ovulating I was like I'm ovulating. We can't, we can't right now. Like, and also like, let's do some other stuff. Like yeah, I just like, want to feel X, Y, Z. Like I want you so, like, and using, and like, I love educating. Like for me, uh, primarily right now, it'll be male partners. And I love talking to men about women's bodies. And they're like, it's a lot sometimes for them and like <laughs> they get to learn so much and I'm like I can't believe that these men are like you know hitting like 30 years of existing on this planet and they still think a woman can get pregnant every time that they're having sex with the woman I know how like, they and so many like womb holders think the same thing yeah uh, have like, a womb we still scary. Think it. yeah yeah like we yeah. were taught like every day you can get sex you can have if you okay, you can get pregnant any day of your cycle. Like you know, um, in like in the movie Mean Girls, when they're like, uh, the gym teachers like, if you have sex, you will get pregnant and die, yeah. or something like that. And I yeah. feel like that's just like, yeah, that is. <laughs> That is how. literally what we're taught. And then imagine, like, yeah. not imagine, because I know you and I did it, like having a sex life like that, where like deep down, even if you're not like aware of it on the surface, like there is fear. Yeah. There's like almost like a clenching. I can like feel it now. I can tap yeah. into it, like this clenching of like, oh. don't get me pregnant. Don't get me pregnant. Yeah. Like, in that, if that's what you're trying to avoid, right? Right. Um, and so, you know my sex life since understanding my womb and having a relationship with her I almost like meditate if I like know maybe um I'll be having sex that day and being able to feel really safe with my tracking and charting 
Um, and then connecting with my mom, being like, what do you want, girl? And like, let's do it. Like having like a really beautiful talk with her and then like the actual like act of having sex is just like so different, so safe. And so like, mm-hmm. I you get to like even tap more into like the pleasure of it and the experience of it. Cause there's like, there's not even that background noise of fear. Just, right. I, I guess I didn't realize all that fear existed until it stopped existing. It's so true. There is so much fear yeah. around our womb and, and pregnancy and thinking it can happen anytime. And yeah, so, so much to tap, to, you know, tap into, and then also be like, oh, that was there. And now I don't feel that anymore. Whoa. Mm-hmm. So since being a part of rewilding, have, how have you started to incorporate cyclical living, like into your life, into your movement, into your business? I know we touched upon it a little bit before, but what are some of the things that you would like do or not do in certain phases? Mm, I love this question and I'll try (laughs) to be a little more concise in the uh, journeys I've been going on. So cyclical living in my life i think i'll look at that more like trips socializing Mm -hmm. and sex um or dating um for dating i love if i if if i when i was in more of a phase before actually like dating one partner which i'm in now um i only wanted to really date people when i was in my ovulation phase um or when when i was ovulating i was like i have the energy i'm gonna do this i feel beautiful and confident Mm -hmm. and vibrant and like i felt my body being like you know it goes out and it's like must create life like must attract people and like i was like (laughs) i'm gonna harness this and do things with it Um, And then um, in my follicular phase, right after I bleed, I'm very like, I want to do the activities. I want to go to the mountain. I want to be active. Yes. Let's do that hike friend. Like I'll literally schedule like a lot, like a big, beautiful hike with a girlfriend specifically in that phase. Cause I'm like, I'm going to have the energy for that. Yeah. Um, and then around my bleed. Yeah. My, my preference is like, I'm not doing anything. And you know, with summertime and the se- the season of summer that then exists outside of our body and our wombs, um, where you kind of like, oh man, like you do kind of have to be in that momentum sometimes of summer if you choose that exists in the world. I have had like more travel than I've wanted yeah. and doing things around my bleed that I'm like, ooh, the last I thing I want to be doing right yeah. now is going to like a friend's birthday party in the oh, woods gosh, while I'm bleeding. And like, I have the power to like, I could totally have said no to those things. Um, and also like, I have the tools to support right. myself in that and know what will work and not work. So that's kind of how I do it with life. And I, I can, you know, look ahead three months-ish. I feel really yeah. good about looking ahead at three months. And like, I have it all in my calendar where I'm at and going to Hold be on. at in those cycles. Um, and I plan things around that. I play, if I'm doing oh, like yeah. a true event or if, you know, I'm booking a trip, like I absolutely do that around my cycle. Oh my gosh. Same. <laughs> yeah. It's Same. so wow. It's mm. yeah. Um, in terms of movement, I definitely, you know, I like training I like lifting weights. I love a good fun spin class. And like, I only do those about two weeks out of the month two, three weeks out of them. Like I cycle sync my movement repertoire to that. 
Um, I'll do yoga often throughout my cycle and I'll take two or three days off if and when that's what my body wants from everything. And again, kind of back to that being really compassionate with my body and what movement it's wanting. Um, and you know, those old narratives of like, Rachel, like you're not working out today. You're so bad to like, uh, to like, this is such a gift and this is Mm. so like needed. And maybe I'm just going to do child's pose for 10 minutes and call it good. What a shift. Yeah. You know, and I still teach fitness publicly and for other companies and, um, I'll, you know, teach a class when I'm, you know, about to bleed or like, like when I am bleeding and like a spin class and those are harder for me. And like, I make sure I get good rest. I make sure I drink a lot of water. I, you know, modify and like kind of cheat a lot more than usual. Like (laughs) it's awesome. And I like, I, I know that, um, and then when I'm in my follicular phase, it's just like go time. Like I can teach a class. Oh, like, yeah. Bet. Like that energy is different. So that's been really fun. Um, and that's something I'm super passionate about bringing to the fitness industry. Um, and then in business, oh my gosh, like ovu- um, when I'm ovulating creation, I'm like, what does my womb want to Like it wants to create life, right? Like it's literally sitting there being yeah. like, come on, like somebody come enter me and like, let's create life. Let's do yeah. it. And I'll yeah. be like, okay, I hear you. You want to create, let's create something. Right. I'll, okay. I'll let my womb create something um, for my business usually, or maybe it's art. Maybe it's like, I'm not going to create something for monetary um, exchanges. I'll just be creating something because I want to create it. Um, and with launching and showing up, on, like I have to do a lot of showing up on social media for of my course. job. Yeah. I content create when I'm in my follicular phase and I'll post mm-hmm. that content from my bed with like yeah. acne medicine on and not doing hair and makeup for a week, which is beautiful and great. <laughs> uh, I'll be posting those really nice TikToks and reels because <laughs> I recorded them a week prior. When I was in, you know, a phase where I'm like showy, offy, like want to be seen. Totally. Um, and doing that in your business. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. And and understanding, too, like when um, when I'm feeling like I want to quit everything. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm feeling yeah. like you know, a little more moody. And like, even when I, though I said, you know, I have pretty symptom-free cycles. I meant more like very, like very little discomfort in them. Like mm-hmm. I still like usually like cry a lot the few days leading up to my period. And yeah. I'm like, I feel so human and so connected. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, sometimes in those times, I'm just like, I'm a failure. It's like my business <sighs> coach. And I'm like, I'm I also- still feel that too sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, I'll literally, and I'll be, but I'll say it, I'll be like, I feel like a failure right now. And like, I should quit everything. And I'm about to bleed in two days. So I totally understand where this is coming from. So I'm yeah. like, honor that I feel like this. And I know I won't feel like it next week. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Like, and that's exactly. it. It's just that like state of awareness and exactly. uh, not having to fight it or change it. I'm just like, cool. Right. I want to curl up in a ball and quit. And, I and won't it won't feel last like this forever. Next, yeah. Yeah. Next week I'm gonna have I'm gonna next week I'm gonna think I'm the most brilliant creative person on the planet. <laughs> and I'm gonna use that and I'm exactly. gonna be the most brilliant and creative person on the planet. Oh my gosh, I love it. Oh, I can relate so much. <laughs> like within business, it's like and in life in general, where it's like, I'm so sad, like everything is so hard. I should just quit. And I'm just like, 
well, where am I at in my cycle? Okay, well, mm-hmm. I'll probably feel the opposite in a week. It's like yeah. this feeling of like impermanence of like whenever you feel yeah. something, whether it's amazing or whether it is bringing some discomfort, like it passes. And so it's like savoring those times when you feel amazing and then having compassion for yourself when you don't feel as amazing and like holding your, that space for yourself to just be human. I love how you said that, like you feel so human because I feel like we're taught, you know, you're not allowed to feel this way. Only good feelings only good, you know, what we would say, like good feelings or good emotions, like happy, joyful, energized, right? And, you know, that's like the only things that we're supposed to feel, but like, what is a good emotion? What is a a bad emotion, right? It's like, we can have all of them and they're all so valid and so human. And I think with like, PMS a lot it like gets a really bad rap of like oh PMS that's when you feel all those really uncomfortable emotions so we're just going to pathologize it and like call it PMS when in reality it's just being human and it's just you know your body's like you have all these emotions and now you're you're just going to feel them now and then you won't feel them next week we're just going to feel them now you know it's like having so much compassion for your body. Um, how has fertility awareness enhanced your cyclical living experience? Knowing, charting my cycles, knowing everything from what my cervical mucus is showing me to my temperature, all of those biomarkers throughout the month. Um, I can I can pinpoint, you know, if there's some discomfort, I know exactly, I'm like, oh, I think it's, it's, I'm ovulating right now. Oh, cool. Um, yeah to so 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 having fertility awareness yes as an amazing form of birth control again like so safe and embodied and um abundant for lack of a word because it's just not there's no fear right in it um so yes i use fertility awareness to support my birth control endeavors right now and then i'm able to have all these biomarkers and really 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 know my body every single day of the month, plan ahead three months, plan, like understand exactly where I'm at in that day-to-day life. So that's been so cool with fertility awareness. Like I said, I signed up for it. Not, I was more like, I'll just do the fertility awareness. So that I like have these tools like nine months from now when I go off birth control, if ever. But I did, <laughs> I was attracted to the like rewilding my womb. I was like, I want a relationship with my womb. And then, oh, you know, real quickly, I was like, and I want to know everything about fertility awareness and use that in my life and cyclical living. And I think, you know, for me, I didn't really know that I had a why, like for a really, really long time, I was always like, you know, I'd love to know my body. I'd love to get my, you know, pain-free periods. I'd love to, which I know that's not like a promise, right? Pain-free periods, but, uh, you know, I really wanted to be in tune and I had that craving and I didn't have a why. It was more just kind of like something cool I thought like could exist for me out there. Um, And having a why kind of like right when I like clicked yes to sign up when I clicked that like on my (laughs) doctor app to like get my IUD out my why's just got so clear Mm -hmm. I want to know myself I want to love myself I want to work with my cycles not against my cycles so 
what advice would you give someone who wants to live cyclically and is thinking about joining rewilding? Uh, find your why, ha- have a why, and also mm-hmm. normalize that your why can totally change. Oh, yeah. Uh, and maybe your why is just like an intuitive hit. And totally. trust that, you know, you like, I wanted to just learn. And I was like, I'm not going off of anything. I'll just learn. Like, if you just want it for education and knowledge, um, do it. And if you're wanting it because you're wanting to change your whole lifestyle like I did, do mm-hmm. it. And if you've been, you know, tracking things and just like kind of like having a little bit of awareness, but want like even more support as you explore it, do it. I think for me, the most unexpected part of the program was a lot of like the embodiment work that happened. Mm-hmm. And my favorite day of just like we were just like dancing and back to that, like you make the space so accessible, like cameras can be off. Anna, actually, I remember loving the day of um, massaging our breasts. Oh, like, yeah. Oil and my camera off, right? And yeah. doing that. And um, I don't know where you're offering that these days, um, but it feeling really safe for people to join, safe for people to experience. And um, well, I don't know where I was going with that. So. <laughs> Have, you're just yeah. saying like <laughs> it felt like a, a safe safe space to be a yeah. part of and you like the embodiment practices and part yeah. of it and so. like bringing our charts to you and talking about that like you know so I, I think then what I'm trying to say is it can be for any type of person and so as people are listening to this or exploring working with you and joining your programs like you don't have to be oh my god me and tracking my cycle has actually been really I feel like I've set made it seem like it's been really easy for me but like numbers are not my thing graphs are not my thing like that can feel really overwhelming and you like really held our hands through that um Mm -hmm. it kind of took a lot of that pressure off uh, not that you put pressure on, but like we, I, I think for me, I was like, oh, I must know the exact science. And yeah. instead, it's just like, um, and so if somebody is like, I want to know the exact science, the program's totally good for you. And if you're also like, I don't even like want to listen to like XYZ numbers, but I want to have this relationship with my body and my womb, like totally. duality is the most beautiful thing that exists on our planet. Like, yes, and, and let's learn both. Let's have a divine relationship with our body and our intuition. And let's like know the science of like, what, let's know the facts and let's, right. um, from watching my temperature rise, like this biomarker and knowing like, okay, like science proves X, Y, Z and fertility on ABC days, like awesome. And you get to be really supportive with that science and really like embodied in your own inner wisdom. I'm just, yeah, I'm super excited for this upcoming round. And I'm so grateful for you for joining, um, like joining me on the podcast and just like sharing about your experience. Thank you so, so much. Thanks so much for letting me be on this podcast. It's <laughs> so fun. You. I could talk about things all day. <laughs> it's cool to feel the confidence of like, oh, like I literally, Lindsay, a year ago, I would have not known what we were talking about, like at yeah. all. I know, like, we only worked together, like, eight, nine months ago, and look at you now, it's, like, this is, like, a fluent language for you, it's, like, you're talking about it effortlessly, it's so awesome, I'm so grateful to have worked with you and to, like, see, Mm. you know, where you were at then, and, like, just how you're incorporating it into your life and your, like, daily language now, it's Mm. awesome. 
So thank, thank you for you so. seeing that and <laughs> teaching me it and supporting it for me and for everyone. Okay, so now that you've heard from Rachel, if you're like, I need rewilding in my life, I want to tell you a bit more about the program so that you can decide if you want to check it out and learn more through the link in the show notes. So Rewilding Your Womb is the four-month group journey to reclaim your trust in your womb through taking back your reproductive freedom and transforming each phase of your menstrual cycle into a self-healing ritual. You're going to walk away knowing how to listen to your body's signals and understand what your cycle is telling you about your health. You're going to know how to avoid pregnancy naturally with the fertility awareness method, how to time conception if or when you are ready, and how to support each phase of your menstrual cycle with rituals, meditation, nutrition, and exercise, and really how to channel the energy of each cycle phase as well as take care of yourself and support your body. Rewilding is going to be starting on February 28th. You can head to the show notes for the link to all the details, and you can also join straight from the page. I want to invite you to use the code Rachel. Um, Rachel spells it R-A-C-H-A-E-L to save $55, which I will put in the show notes. If you choose a payment plan, this $55 will be applied to the first payment only. If you have any questions about the program, you're welcome to send me a DM on Instagram and we can talk more there. I'm also going to add Rachel's information in the show notes in case you want to learn more about her work or ask her any questions about rewilding from the perspective of someone who has gone through the program as a client. Thank you so much for tuning into Womb Space. I'm so grateful to be able to share the magic of the womb with you. If this episode spoke to you, I invite you to share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at flow with your flow. Make sure to also subscribe to the show and I'd be so grateful if you left a review. As you continue on with your day, I encourage you to listen to your womb and body and to honor your energy. 